Hey, welcome to the Afikra Community Podcast. This series features a presentation every single episode given by a member of the Afikra community. Every single one of these people you should know is not an expert in what they are talking about, but rather they are driven by their authentic curiosity to learn something new about the Arab world, its histories and its cultures. Each one of these presentations is the product of the person going through our workshop series, finding a topic that they're curious about, honing that question with us, and developing it into a compelling presentation. Some of these are long presentations, about 45 minutes, and some of them are what we call African Forwards, where they're simply recommending something for you to check out. The goal is to highlight scholarship that already exists, to celebrate it, and to learn. I hope you enjoy it. If you're interested in learning more, go to africa.com slash library. Thanks. I'm Sura. Um, I'm Iraqi-Canadian, and today I wanted to present about a documentary that I discovered or came across that came out in September called We Are Many, and it's a documentary about the largest protest in human history. Uh, well, this is a film if you want to check it out. It's called We Are Many, a documentary by Amir Amirani. Uh, so this protest was actually about the protest that happened in February of 2003 against the invasion of Iraq. And this was the first global demonstration and also the largest protest to ever happen on earth in human history. Uh, the documentary film uh, was, well, the demonstration was across almost 800 cities in the world in 72 countries covering every continent, including Antarctica and millions and millions and millions of people came out. And it took place on February 15, 2003. And the movement was started by the Stop the War Coalition, which was founded in 2001 in London. And um, they were the ones who organized this demonstration at the time. So uh, this documentary was actually the only one that has ever documented this, um, this event. And it took nine years to film and was shot across seven countries, which is probably the reason why I personally haven't heard about this demonstration or didn't really know much about this event until I saw this documentary. And I was quite surprised that something so big was undocumented for so long. So I was very happy to come across this documentary because I really did not know that the world cared so much about the invasion of Iraq. So um, a little bit of background, I left Iraq when I was very young and I didn't really have, I mean, my family moved around, but other than my immediate family, I was constantly surrounded by, you know, British people, Canadians. I lived in Libya and I went to school with a lot of international people. So I grew up always thinking that, you know, I only saw Iraq for what it was on the news. That's the only thing I learned about Iraq. And so I didn't know that something this big ever took place. So um, a little bit about why people protested. I mean, it was a huge movement where people felt very strongly about not destroying Iraq because of the world history that came with it. And because there was no real premise on going to war with Iraq. So a lot of these activists were hoping that if such a huge wave of humanity came out and protested against the war, that politicians would not go ahead because nothing has ever, nobody has ever had such huge backlash for anything in the world. And they really thought that it would stop the war. And unfortunately it didn't, but at the same time, it started a huge movement where people were, were driven to continue fighting against many wars and not just the Iraq war. This, the Stop the War Coalition was involved in many other 
um, wars. They tried to speak out against Syria. Uh, and while they were like unsuccessful in stopping the Iraq war in the UK, they definitely pushed for the UK government not to be involved in the Syrian war. And that was successful. So something did come out of it eventually over time. And people felt very strongly about the Iraq war and, and, and to stop it. So um, this documentary, why it's a little bit important to me is because I grew up disconnected from being Iraqi. And the only thing I knew about Iraq was always just seen in the news. And as a kid, I moved around a lot and people would constantly tease me for being Iraqi. I was constantly being shamed for being Iraqi. Uh, people would constantly ask me, where is Saddam Hussein? And I said, I don't know, check my pocket. <laughs> but the point is, I really only knew about Iraq from the news and it seemed like the world hated Iraq. And so I, I, I learned to sort of internalize that shaming. I learned these messages that Iraq was not important and people did not care about Iraq. And so I, I grew up kind of rejecting that part of my identity. And this documentary really meant a lot to me because it was the first time I ever discovered that that many people cared about Iraq, that many people cared about not invading Iraq. And so it was almost like, I felt like I, I grew up with this world that lied to me. It told me this Iraq is a horrible place that we're bombing Iraq because it's so and so and so. And as a 10 year old or a 15 year old, you don't know the difference. You know, I didn't understand politics. All I knew, all I was being told was that Iraq was a horrible place. And so this media public shaming even brainwashed me as an Iraqi to hate myself and to reject Iraqis. For a long time, I thought this must be a really, really horrible place. Um, so, and then I, I was exiled from Iraq for 18 years. So I, I wasn't really connected with being Iraqi. And after going to visit Iraq and after seeing this documentary, it sort of brought up a lot of hope that I was very happy to see this. And I'm surprised that this was the first documentary to ever be made about this event. So I'm happy that it got made and it, and it got me to think about other things. I started to think, how come, how come it didn't change anything? How come millions, this is the largest demonstration in history and still didn't stop politicians. How come the war still went on? How come world leaders didn't do anything to stop it? How come two of the largest countries in the world, USA and UK, went to destroy a country that was filled with history and nobody stopped it? And this also led me to be curious about my identity and searching like, what is the new Iraq today? Um, how did the war change people? Because I, I didn't really know Iraq. I left when I was seven years old. Um, and it also led to other questions. You know, I don't want to become political at all, but you start to ask, where is the heart of the corruption? Is it coming just from the US? Is there also corruption in Iraq that led to this? And for me, this isn't even about politics. It's just like the sadness of having destroyed something so precious to the world history. And not just for being Iraqi, Iraq represents history for the entire world. So I was, I was really happy to see this documentary and I would recommend for all of you to watch it because it was, it was a, a movement that showed me that humans care. Humans care about not destroying history, not killing other people. Um, and it wasn't just the strong political media that was happening all the time, brainwashing everybody into believing this was the right thing to do. Oh, oops, ignore this one. So um, I hope this will uh, pique your curiosity to watch this documentary. If you want to watch it and 
contact me. You have anything to talk about, we can talk about it. I have an Instagram handle. I also created a website where I started blogging to write about all the things that I like. So um, thank you for listening and keep that, uh, or reach out if you want to talk. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Four quick final notes. The first is, if you feel like watching this presentation in video form, look us up on YouTube, subscribe, hit that bell, do all that good stuff. Second is, if you ever feel like attending these events, we have them every Saturday, and you can find out more information at afikta.com RSVP. The third is, if you feel like developing a community presentation, we have workshops that are free and open to all every two weeks. You can go to afikta.com workshop. And the fourth is that our work is made possible by the hundreds of people around the world who are inspired by our work and want to build this movement. Please consider becoming one of them and supporting our, our work at afikita.com support. Thanks so much. Have a great day and see you next time.